0: You, you are listening to The Community Call with host Murray Riley Jr. That we do have. Uh, uh, it's been a lot that's been happening this week uh, in the midst of things. And uh, first of all, we want to talk about Bar-Lago and what's happening with that. Two employees of the of former uh, President Donald Trump Bar-Lago's resort moved boxes of papers around the property a day before the FBI agents showed up. And a federal prosecutor visited there last year in their efforts to recover classified documents. Multiple media outlets reported Thursday the revelations add a new context uh, to Trump's behavior surrounding the classified files and potentially broadens a timeline for any potential criminality I ain't even gonna say anything on this one. You guys already know, okay? Uh, GOP set the score uh, big for the for tax cheats, and uh, the White House is considering trading away any parts of the historic boost of IRS funding in order to seal the deal and to raise the debt limit. Some lawmakers are not happy uh, with the idea cutting funding for the. IRS and tracking down the hidden cash of wealthy tax cheats and funding that will raise as much as one me as $1 trillion. It's a terrible idea. Senator Elizabeth Warren said from, a, uh, from a Massachusetts. And I tell you what, uh, we're going to get into what's going on with this controversy with the debt limit and what's happening I, 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 from everything that I was reading this morning before I came to you guys and this afternoon, is that we are very, very close to getting a deal done. Uh, um, I'm hoping that this deal can get done and we, we won't have to default. Um, the president said that he was not, not looking forward to not defaulting and we were gonna do everything, he was gonna do everything in his power to prevent a default. And I think we're very close to getting signed off, hopefully, hopefully the guys can tell me what their thoughts on whether or not this is going to work. We'll see. Also a GOP led uh, panel recommends that Texas AG is, uh, uh, gets impeached. A Texas house ethics panel recommended that attorney general Ken Paxton be impeached after a months long investigation into alleged abuse of office. The decision came, uh, after a months long investigation, uh, and it was presented. The evidence was presented, accusing the man of sweeping improper, improper, improper improperly, uh, after the investigation uh, that it verged on the criminality, and including claims Paxton had used his position to help poli- a political ally engage in bribery and attempted uh, obstruction of justice. Excuse me, guys, just a little bit, uh, a little bit a. Uh, excited about coming back to you and uh we we hope that you understand that sometime when we do our headlines we get a little bit excited um also the oak keepers founders have been sentenced to 18 years elmer stewart elmer stewart Rhodes, the founder and far right group of the oak keepers was sentenced 18 years behind bars on thursday six months after the conviction of seditious conspiracy in federal court for his role in the attack on the US Capitol uh, you sir present an ongoing threat and peril to this country and to the and to the Republic and to the very fabric of democracy the presiding judge said to Rose before handing down the sentence these are our headlines for this week everyone May May 26 2023 and we want to Bring the guys in. We want to get their thoughts on our headlines. Uh, hello, Michael.
1: Greetings, Murray. Uh, happy Memorial Day to you and to all that are listening. Uh, I implore everyone with these two words stay safe.
0: Thank you, sir. Hello, Victor. Welcome back.
2: Hello. Um, greetings, Murray and Michael. I'm glad to be on today and um, there's a lot even beyond topic to discuss, but I know we don't have enough time to discuss everything. The only thing that I kind of want to touch on a little bit is Governor DeSantis um, making his, throwing his hat in the ring for the Republican presidential nominee. And um, mm. I just want to, you know, Touch on that a little bit as well as you touch on the other topics first. But if you have time, um, I would like to touch on that too.
0: Oh yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get to him in just a few minutes, guys. What's your thoughts about what's happening at Mar a Lago again? We got the same situation. Uh, I tell you what, folks, these activities concern me a lot. Okay.
2: me if I may. Who,
0: go ahead, Victor. Ah,
2: OK, if I may. Um, my thoughts is, is here we have this Trice in Peace former president who um, also a jury found him liable for sexual abuse to Jean Carroll. He's been indicted on 34 felony charges in New York um, dealing with the Storm and Daniel case and the cover-up that he tried to pursue. Um, also, he's looking to be indicted for classified document that he had at Mar-a-Lago. But yet, he is still leading and opposed. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure this out. And then you have women who support him. And here's a guy who has like little to no respect for women. How do they support him? And then one more thing. When CNN did this Town Hall, he tried to change up what he said on that Inside Edition tape um, with, um, um, I think his name is Billy Bush, if I'm not mistaken? Yes. yes. But he tried to change what he said. He tried to say, I did not say I will grab them. I say that as a, a celebrity, you can grab them. But if you go back and look at the tape, that's not true. And I wonder. How do he feel he can change a, 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 a recording just by saying it? This is someone <laughs> who is feel he is far above the law.
0: Uh, far as I'm concerned, the former president has been walking around where people are still endorsing him. People are yeah. still people are still embracing the fact that he's able to do it. Michael knows where I'm coming from with this. He, he, yes, I do. And, he's, and, one and quite he's frankly, gone, Victor,
1: died. quite yes. frankly, Victor, Trump has been doing that for the longest time, even before he got into the White House. I'm going back to the campaign. used on audio and video making these statements. And then when confronted, he says, no, that's not true. Fake news. Fake news is democratic hoax. And all that. So, if I was to go to him and I show him the evidence, this was live, unedited, and you're going to tell me and the American people that you didn't say this, and he'll probably say to me, That's right, it's fake news. It's a hoax, just like your fake news and a hoax. If he ever said that to me, don't get me started.
0: (laughs) Okay. Go, Victor. Finish your point because. He was on to something because, you know, it, as Michael said, we, we got him on audio. We got him on video. you got everything president.
2: on him. Okay, Um, and, and, and Murray, you notice know that's a former soldier yourself. If we as soldiers are passing classified document to the enemy or to somebody, uh, if we have classified document without the optimization, we can get some serious time for that. We can get probably no. a life sentence as
0: soldiers. Absolutely, absolutely. So
2: this absolutely. is why it. This is why it just bums me up because first here's a guy, who never understood the concept of soldiers on this Memorial Day weekend. Um, what was the lady name in Florida? I Man, you had the guys who were killed in Nigeria africa and um the black soldier um when he talked to the the widow, he said well he knew what he signed up for yes we know what he signed up for because this is an all volunteer military force thanks to um the great muhammad ali the great late muhammad ali who stood his ground for his religious belief and shortly after the draft was abolished so he shows no respect to soldiers. He made sure he got out of service in the military. and But yet, there are tons and tons of soldiers who support this guy. I don't understand it. And I don't understand uh, some of these things. He's supposed to be in jail for sexual assaulting E. Jean Cowell. Uh, he sure. has gotten away with so much. And, and one more thing before I um, hand it over to you and Michael. When he was indicted for the 34 counts in New York by um, Attorney Bragg, you had all the Republican candidates, uh, Republican senators, and representatives saying, oh, they are nitpicking. Oh, they are, They just want to pick yep. on Donald Trump. Uh, yep. How? This man has done some of everything that he can get him over.
0: But you know what? You know something? And I, 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 people, people seem to want to be oblivious to it. But if that were anybody else, they would like throw him in the back of the prison. Don't worry about putting light on him. Don't worry about feeding them. We, we done. But this, that's not the case. We talking about Donald Trump using not only his celebrity, but his, 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 his presidential credentials you you can't say presidential credentials now you have to say former president and his credentials he uses that a lot to pass by stuff and and get by get by with stuff and i just think that's that's if that were anybody else they will be held accountable for it michael has said i have said you have said Anybody in this stature should be held accountable for their actions. I don't understand why folks do not want to hold Donald Trump accountable. Even though the numbers all the numbers are saying that most people do not like Donald Trump to some degree. And then you have the other side who will come back and say, that's hearsay, that's not true. People do embrace the former president. You guys are are looking through stained colored glasses and not looking at it, looking at it for the, what it is, and so that's where we are with this. And so, Michael, you are my resident expert on Trump. What do you think? You, you know, this is this is another one of those moments where he's ordering employees to move boxes around.
1: Yep, and he's giving a whole bunch of other orders too. And um, it's probably, I think I mentioned that I was going to tie this to the death ceiling to January 6th and pretty much explain it to why in the world has he not been federally criminally charged yet. I'll get to that in a moment, but it's a lot, it's a lot more serious than what we imagine in terms of why people are embracing Trump. And the thing is, is that I'm afraid, and I've heard some stories, haven't gotten the full clear picture of detail, but it has gone to the point that had Trump did anything inappropriate towards a female, all right? And that female comes from a Republican party from a Republican household or family, and then she cries to her daddy, or even mommy for that matter, they will either not believe her, or say, well, you did something to deserve it, so take it as punishment. I mean, it's to the point where Trump is breaking up families, let alone breaking up marriages for that matter. Look at um. Um, what's her name? What are her names? The Conways. Right? Kellyanne Conway and her husband supposedly have split up now. I mean, and I have, you know, friends here in uh, New York. One of them still lives in New York and the other one moved to Pennsylvania. Um, the person who resides in New York is a retired corrections officer. Strong supporter of trump right he and i never agree anything um politically but we have common grounds on other things outside of political spectrum including and especially karaoke with that said his um girlfriend now resides in um pennsylvania and largely to tend to her ailing mom her ailing mom Um, was a result of pretty much politics getting into medicine and proper health care. And, you know, she didn't...
0: That's an issue for me. I never did did want those two together in the first place.
1: Right. But see, see, that's how bad... This is how bad it has gotten, uh, Murray. But it goes... as, As Trump giving orders. Um, think of the word treason and add to that, you heard of the term party crashers? Mm-hmm. You heard of that, right? Well, follow me on this one, and this is why I think we have been seeing delays in any kind of federal action against Trump. But it's coming down soon though. The thing is is that you mentioned about Trump giving orders to his people in Mar-a-Lago to move the um, boxes and pretty much commit obstruction of justice. The same Donald Trump who is on record recently for telling his MAGA supporters in Congress, the likes of Matt Gates, Jim Jordan, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, when it came to the debt ceiling crisis, telling them do the default? Where in the hell do you get off telling Congress, do the default, and it's gonna hurt every single person in this nation? So it just goes right to what you and I, and even Victor have been saying and seeing, what other people have been saying and seeing. Um, I even heard it from Carvel and Hunt, These Republicans are trying to create a catastrophe, which is of their own making, and think they can get away with pointing the finger at Democrats, and which the American people are not falling for anymore. And that in itself is treason. And why I say treason? It's just the same way as treasonous back in January 6th, probably going back to the Russia collusion. But everything that Trump has been doing in the White House and even post-White House has been quite treasonous and jeopardizing the safety and security of this nation. The debt ceiling thing being the latest example. And then when it comes to investigating January 6th and even, as you say, a new chapter in the Mar-a-Lago, just when you think you heard it all is another revelation. And another revelation, and another revelation. I would not be surprised if Merrick Garland is building a mag, not MAGA, mega, mega prosecutorial case, not just against Trump, but every single person in Congress that have engaged in the activity, have aided and abetted Trump, and continues to do so, pretty much being an accessory to his crimes. We're, we're seeing a, a possible mega prosecution going on and thus comes the term party crashes, that Democrats, as you see in here, are taking a stand against these Republicans, exposing them day by day by day with the frivolous investigations that they are creating. We've it from even, um, the ranking member, Stacey Plaskett, a seasoned um, prosecutor in her own right. And other Democrats are calling these Republicans out. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has been um, stepping up as well. Democrats have had up to here with these Republicans and all in all saying, instead of doing the work for the American people, all of them are acting as personal lawyers for Donald Trump. And that cannot be tolerated. So party well, crashes. It'll be it'll be Democrats, and probably led by Merrick Garland, slapping those indictments on Trump and the multiple um, members of Congress that have been aiding and abetting Trump. Which is why I said before: don't be surprised if, ladies and gentlemen, you find there are multiple special elections going on to replace any congressional member that has been yanked out of their chairs and criminally arrested and prosecuted.
0: Oh, so you're talking about George Sherrill's who's got, who got arrested and, and is being prosecuted for his situation. So that would be one person who's going, who's going, you I mean, don't know. George what Santos, George Santos uh, I meant to say George Santos who got arrested and uh, is awaiting trial. Now we'll see what's going to happen with that. Since you brought that one up, one of the things I want to just yeah, one of the things I want to comment on is 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 something that Victor said in relationship to how all this stuff is going on with these movements uh, when it comes to President Trump, but he's not being held accountable. I think he, I think, I think he's being held accountable, but I really think he feels like he's entitled. I think he thinks he's, he's entitled to be at the capacity that he's operating at because he has the former president status but my thing is if he's not being held to task who's going to hold him to task that means that means that the 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 citizens of this country would have to hold the president to his ta- to his issues and so far what i've been reading hearing and discussing with people they are a long way from having donald trump be in shackles i can promise you that Got a bunch of folks who want to see him do part two and like i said on the last time we recorded it's going to take some work on our behalf to prevent that from happening so you have an impeachment that happened in texas that everyone's talking about we're talking about the 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 gop is giving away and uh, a a measure of protection from the irs and help um and help with tax cheats and so and such Uh, folks we got to be better we got to do better (laughs) i don't know what to tell you with these stories these stories are amazing victor what's your thoughts on what's going on especially with 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 the with the gop set to score big for for tax cheats for the rich What's your thoughts on this because uh uh a trillion dollars is a lot of money um, and we can do a lot with a trillion dollars my friend there's a lot of people who can use some help with with what with their situations yes folks we have abuse in some of in in certain areas but it's being handled it's being handled it's being handled properly it's being vetted out by 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 Ag staff and, and and folks who work in internal internal uh, checking um, facilities where they check out stuff, and so uh, I'm pretty sure folks are being held to task in these situations. Victor, what's your thoughts on this?
2: Okay, my thoughts are is they go after the IRS because they know Donald Trump haven't done as he's supposed to do when it comes to his taxes. Donald Trump has the IRS for years. And once again, to protect him, instead of um, holding him accountable, now they're going to go after the IRS. Instead of holding the holding Donald Trump accountable for classified documents, they're going to go after the FBI. So anybody that goes after Trump, they get attacked. Instead of um, Trump being held accountable for his 34 counts, indictment in New York. They're to go after um Alvin Bragg. And this is crazy. It's that all of these folks are not wrong. Okay, it's like if 10 people go and tell my mom that I was acting up and being bad and doing something I was supposed to do. My mom can't go after them 10 people. Those 10 people have a point. That meant I was doing stuff I probably didn't have any business doing. You understand what I'm saying? Are you following me here? Absolutely. Hello? Absolutely. Absolutely. But what I'm saying is that everybody else cannot be wrong. The IRS, the FBI, New York um, District Attorney Office, um, Democrats, we all can't be wrong, you know. So somewhere along the line, Donald Trump had to be held accountable. And you know they tried something everything to 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 get Eugene Coward to break during this trial, but she held strong and I'm very proud of her.
0: Well we still, okay. we're still waiting on what we're still waiting on what's gonna come from Atlanta, from the district attorney in Atlanta too now. Uh exactly. for for for, for, for okay. all the stuff that was taking place in Atlanta with the election tampering in Atlanta, uh, uh, if what? Well, not just Atlanta for the state of Georgia, but let's 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 be let's just get that straight. Murray, and, and you know, we who got issues.
2: We do have
1: issues. All own
2: state senator uh, Lindsey Graham, because he called Ralph uh, Spurger mm-hmm. and said, "I can help you
0: get rid of these votes." Yes, he did say that.
1: Better. I just yeah, you're going right to what I just pointed out, um holding Trump accountable and every member of Congress that have aided and abetted the guy acting in concert being an accessory to his crimes. You just name one likely primary suspect who could find himself yanked out of his chair and handcuffed and put. And um, put it in the slammer, if I can use that term, awaiting trial. And I'm saying being incarcerated, waiting trial, just like any other person that is not of that kind of magnitude, that kind of money. When we say no one is above the law and calling for equal accountability, doggone it. We're pushing for that, and I don't care if you are in the suit and tie. Let's get that straight. And what um, the thing that you were just pointing out, uh, Victor, that it's just like what in the world Congress, I'm talking about the MAGA Republicans, are doing right now. You know, we we still have gun violence issues going on. Shootout after shootout after shootout, mass shootings. Republicans, they say, we ain't fixing this. We're not fixing this. And thus, as far as I'm concerned, their thoughts and prayers don't mean jack squat to me anymore. And it shouldn't mean a doggone thing to any of you or any anybody that's listening to this broadcast right now. They've shown their true colors along that line. But then when you have shootouts going on, when you have this former president Mr. Teflon Don, as he wants to go about, being known as jeopardizing the safety and security of this nation, possibly selling out top secrets to foreign adversaries. Yes, I gotta bring up Vladimir Putin in this. Instead of dealing with those issues, Republicans are going about criminalizing LGBTQs terrorizing them, building up more hate. They want to stop Medicare. They want to stop the Social Security. They're doing anything and everything that is pretty much hurting or even killing the American people, even to the point, as I said before, Trump gave the order due to do the default, and then Matt Gates confirming that, whether he knows it or not when he said to the public, we don't, we don't negotiate with hostages. You just admit it then, you've taken this nation hostage just to appease what I would call public enemy a number handful, one.
0: A handful of people who continue to embrace him. Let's talk about the Oak you. Keepers. You, you, had, you had the founder of the Oak Keepers go straight to prison, 18 years. There was no leniency in this sentencing. There was no consideration in this in this sentencing. Victor, he's gone for 18 years. Do Is that impactful enough to keep a group like the Oak Keepers down, or the next guy is going to step up? What do you think? Um, um, his accomplishment for 12 years, I can't remember
2: his name right at the moment, but as it goes someone that's probably going to step in and try to lead that organization but one of the things that i like and you pointed out at the beginning of the um show is the fact that he tried to um call himself as a political prisoner you know he tried to coin himself like uh nelson mandela something like that, far from the truth. Nelson Mandela was fighting a repressive regime in South Africa that was pushing apartheid. This guy was trying to, um, these these folks fall on a false cause of a fraud which didn't exist. they were just trying to go in there and get Donald Trump back in office. It's like they said, screw you to the uh, American people who made their vote and they voices heard loud and clear?" And they went and tried to um threaten Mike Pence if he didn't do what they wanted him to do. Was he already established? He couldn't do it. Um, he even spoke with uh, Dan Krell. Said, "I can't go in here and tell these people that they both mean nothing." Um, so this guy is not a political prison prisoner. You wasn't fighting the you was not fight any kind of oppressive regime. You trying to be the oppressive regime. So there's uh, there's no sympathy as far as his sentence. And I'm hoping that a lot more get harsher sentences. Um we we're, we're
0: gonna find fi- no, we're gonna find out we're gonna find out real soon, Victor, whether or not you know it's so
1: uh
0: because You know what's going on? But but let me make one point. The thing I was gonna say is this is a barometer that is being done by Merrick Garland at, at at the highest level that you can do it at. This clearly sends a message to all kinds of hate groups. Period. Yes, when you get when you get one like when you get a sentence like this one from the U.S. Attorney General, it says a lot to all hate groups out there, whether they're black, white, yellow, green, orange, purple. Your leadership will fall in every sense of the word. When you come after this nation like this, this sets a, this sets a precedent for people who join hate groups, who endorse the rhetoric of hate groups and such. And so now you have this right here. It says a lot about how you shut these folks down for good through the the sentencing of what has been committed by them. 18 years is a long time. Did y'all hear that Trump said if he becomes president, he would pardon this gentleman? Did y'all hear that?
1: And others, and others, and 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 that was the connection. Go ahead, Michael. That was the connection I was going to make, Mike. because take a step back. When these Republicans in the recent midterm election What they kept saying is that the concern is the economy. The concern is inflation. The American people don't want to have to face that. That's why we're the ones that can carry them through. We got to plan this, we got to plan that. They never, ever had a plan. They refused to discuss what this so-called plan was. But then as soon as they won the House by a three-seat majority, very very slim majority that was due to the shenanigans of oh god what was that word i forgot the name of the words that they tried to reshape the um the voting maps redistrict redistricting i think it was
2: uh gerrymandering
1: gerrymandering thank you you.
2: you.
1: you, yeah gerrymandering and plus You have one guy, and we just said his name, George Santos, if indeed that is his real name. I'm gonna keep saying that given all the multiple lies he kept saying. He even lied about saying he would not seek a a re-election. And hello, knock on wood, he was already uh, with a 180 degree on that one, which he lied there too. So the the whole thing is, is that, now all these Republicans are still doing what they said they were going to do upon their campaign. They threw all that away and now being personal lawyers for Donald Trump and maintaining the MAGA regime in ways that we have never ever imagined. Now, let's go over to what we were just talking about, the Oath Keepers. Let's not forget. We also have um, convictions of members of the Proud Boys, the front runners, and that group as well. But what's the one thing they all have in common? I'm talking about the congressional representatives, the leaders of the Proud Boys, the leaders of the Oak Keepers, all have one common denominator. They were all doing their stuff for Donald J. Trump. And thus, when you have the convictions of the Oath Keepers and convictions of the Proud Boys, right now, Merrick Garland has foundations to bring it together and start having criminal indictments against Trump along these lines, along these lines just for starters. And then when you go after those in Congress, that have violated the oath of service and instead engaged in the treasonous act. There's that word again, ladies and gentlemen. Treason seems to be the theme word today when discussing them and it's being associated and associating the word with those congressional MAGA Republicans, just like you would with the Proud Boys, just like you would with the Oath Keepers, because it's one complete Factual stuff. It's just a matter of time, folks, that we will start seeing federal criminal indictments against Trump because all roads lead to Trump. And let's not count out the fact of what, as you said, Murray, was um, what is pending in Georgia. The American people are standing up now, and twenty twenty four. I think will be a real big year for Democrats, for this nation. And please get on the media's butt about this and tell them, start reporting the news factually and fairly. Because when you look at the poll numbers, and you're saying, Murray, that Biden remains unpopular, but the whole thing is that there is a whole list score list of major accomplishments that he's been doing and plus gotta remind the people, the American people, there are things he cannot do on his own. A lot of the perils that's still going on is still the fault of the doggone on Republicans that want to obstruct, obstruct, obstruct. And they're still following what? the late the late Rush limbaugh's mantra that it's your job, loyal Republicans, to make sure at the time Obama fails, and then this time trying to make sure Biden fails. But we are too keen and too wise to be falling for that. And again, just remind one another what the facts are, and the poll numbers are shrewd. They are flawed, because they do not connect with one another the same way Hillary Clinton's loss to so-called loss to Donald Trump is a connection when she was leading with three over three million popular votes. Let's get it together, okay. ladies and gentlemen.
2: Okay, thank you, um, Michael. With with, with that oh, go the, last point, that made, the last point, Michael made. Last point, Michael made. I don't know how popular this is, but. I almost kind of want to look at an abolishment of the electoral college
0: because okay, the, of the fact. This is test. what I want to say. That, that's uh, just blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say this right here because you know you you kind of touched on something that I've been thinking about my own self in recent months and years. To be honest with you, because you have you have certain states who don't turn over the numbers from voting when the voting is completed. They always come in late. There's always controversy centered around mm-hmm. them. This, that, and the third. Um, I think we need to keep our, this is the plus side of it, folks. I just want to say it. I think we still need to have it to some degree because it, it's our measure of checks and balances. I think we still need to be very leery of people who, who have a tendency to go after the voting ability of others mainly people of color not just african americans but all people of color are affected by how we are able to vote and so well, when we start uh, talking to, when we start talking about the electoral college we have to be mindful of the fact you have states who have a controlling count of the electoral college the first one that comes to mind is who california right and then texas and then texas those yeah those states have the the most electoral college electors and that that would be if there would be reform i would reform either state either california or texas more likely i would do texas because seemingly California me, yeah absolutely if yeah. i'm not
2: mistaken I, if i'm not mistaken california has 52 electors what's is the most in the nation and like you said yeah, the second most is 55 i has, 65. 65. thank you Michael. 55 55 thank you michael so how many Texas have texas about, eight. Uh, 38 38 is 38 in
0: texas thank
2: you 38. So, oh, my God. Okay. So how much we need for uh, the president to be elected? is 273?
1: 200. No, 270 on the nose.
2: 270. Okay, thank okay. you. Um, My numbers are off today, forgive me. So when you put yeah, it's those- 200,
1: in It's 270 government. electoral votes out of 538. That includes all 50 states.
2: Yes. So when you put those but, but two states it, together, that that half of your electors was well usually
0: Texas is red and usually California is blue. But but this the issue I think, and I appreciate you for 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 bringing that up, Victor, because it, it comes right back to it comes right back to where we've been where we've taken a stand, guys, and that's uh, uh, getting people to get out to vote. But we also have been stressing that our uh, the integrity of the vote has to remain. And what happened with Georgia, with Lindsey Graham and, and Donald Trump trying to, I need about 11,000 more votes from Georgia, and we can swing this thing around back to me. da 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 And then, and then Lindsey Graham called and said, I can help you get
2: rid of these votes. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that, that's breaking a law right there. That's voter fraud by itself.
0: See, the problem the problem with this the, the problem with this right here is that is that the electors once they're once they've completed their duty they go back to their lives and then that's that but i think i think we need to we need to examine how the electors are affected when stuff like this comes of uh, comes forward what happened with lindsey graham when he did that the electors should have came back and said Wait a minute. You don't have the authority. We only have the authority as electors. And so that this whole situation with with who has the authority to do what with votes, that needs to end too because once right. those votes are certi- once those votes are certified, then there's no going back, folks. Because and, and when you certify the vote when you certify the votes, if 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 Michael Michael is a polling person, Murray is a polling person, and Victor is a polling person, we the last folks inside the polling inside the polling stations when it's time to close. Okay, yeah, then, so then we, we three like... we three we three are the persons who who come back to the table and say let's certify these votes. Once the votes get counted, then they are certified. By the senior elector, then it's passed from the senior elector and given to the state board of elections. They're the ones who record whether or not a candidate has won the state or lost the state based on the count. The counts are certified by the state electors once they have it in their hands. You can't alter the vote once it's handed over for certification. Lindsey Graham, that was a stunt that Lindsey Graham tried to pull, folks. That's what that was. Yeah. We have to look at that thing as, as it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I, it's I'm a stunt, that yeah. is
1: also criminal.
0: Yeah, and absolutely. I, and
1: and what I was about to point out, that the first thing people need to um, raise is that what in the world is Lindsey Graham doing engaging with um, – Georgia affairs when he's a South Carolina representative. So right there, he's in hot water to begin with. But then this whole thing about the problem of the voting and fair elections. We know that in the past history that Black or people of color has been pretty much um, not given a fair share and a fair opportunity in voting—they've been blocked here and there—and then now even Republicans pulling shenanigans on just having one voting um district in the poor communities, and then having as many ten um polling districts in the ten richest communities. Why is that, huh? And you know full well that it's racist, but. Let's just go back to where the nation and perhaps the world has been really paying attention and what started all this. What started all of this was the two thousand election of Bush V. Gore. And if you recall exactly. Florida, Florida was the deciding state in which Bush was already within the margin, if he was to win Florida, he would cross the 270 threshold while Al Gore was just two or three votes away from reaching that finish line. And when Florida was just counting the red districts, now you had to start counting the blue districts. And the blue districts, from what I'm understanding, I was paying attention to it. They had the votes out. All right. People did come out to vote, but Bush's lead in Florida kept shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. And you had as yeah. much as four other blue districts having to be tabulated. But Secretary of State, Catherine Harris, who is also Bush's buddy, and co chairwoman of Bush's campaign. Right there, conflict of interest. She should have been recused and not been handling the matters. She wanted Bush to win and arbitrarily stopped the voting count. And that's why Bush was, quote, declared the winner with 537 votes. The thing was appealed to the higher courts which said nope, you gotta count all the votes. And then Bush's team took it to the Supreme Court and then you had a 5-4 GOP majority that said nope, votes will stop now and we will have Bush as the president. They, they put the presidency on a silver platter to Bush and when the votes were later counted. They saw that had they been have all the votes been counted, Al Gore would have won Florida and thus the presidency. But no, right wing leaders didn't want to hear that because they knew doggone well they cheated the system. Let's go and look at the reelection election campaign of Bush. And he was challenged against Kerry. And then you wonder what happened in Ohio. How? The um same, the, same, same the, thing happened,
0: the same thing happened in Ohio with the the numbers were off the numbers were off the numbers were coming in yeah. late which which I think everything no. was uh, but, it, but something we, that we, happened
1: there's you know, there you know something specific to... that happened there's something specific that happened we recall the the site had crashed and then it came yes. back up but before right. the crash Perry was leading Bush in that state. But then after the numbers after the site came back up, now all of a sudden Bush was leading Kerry. But if you notice that the numbers pretty much stay the same, but Kerry was over Bush before the crash. And then after the site came up, now Bush was over Kerry. They switched the thing around. How do I know this? Because Carl Rove, who was um the Bush um Bush, was a Bush supporter and appointee. He oh. engaged in some underground operation, which was later exposed and Tom Hartman, a great Democrat and historian, spoke about this and I was gladly I got this um website saved. It was a YouTube link in which he did the um presentation and spoke of anonymous being the um saving the day when it came to the obama re-election carl Rove tried to pull the same stunt on the obama and who was it Romney election and then
2: mccain mccain
1: yeah it was mccain no 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 it was was, no 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 it was it was the re-election it was the the re-election that obama was trying to go for. You're like okay. Yes, he he tried to pull the Fox same noon. stunt. He tried to pull the same stunt in um, Obama's re-election, and um, Roe was saying, "German, get ready to celebrate," but it backfired. It's too that much did. to get into right now. But yes. nowadays, look what's happening to um, the votes Basically. today. Um, yes. What's his
2: name? Brian uh, Kemp. If Brian if Kemp in Georgia
1: handled I... handled his own election victory. He and he interjecting should have been recused if he was running for governor. But you know he pretty much backstabbed Stacy Abrams in that there was no way Stacy Abrams would would be able to win. Brian Kemp because is the governor secretary. of
2: Georgia, he
0: was secretary and the secretary. Secretary. Okay. He goes he was secretary on. Okay, yep. Yeah. Okay, let me. St- I want to step in here for a second. Um, as as we discuss this, uh, folks, you're listening to the Community Call podcast, and we all with Michael and Victor. As you can hear, the passion coming from the guys this evening. We want this afternoon. We want to thank everyone for listening to today. One thing I wanted. Come back with you guys and say is every time this happens, we always find ourselves in the conversation of reform. Okay. It's the same thing is going to happen if Georgia comes back and deals with Lynn, with Senator Graham. The same thing's going to happen there. They're doing they're doing voter reform in other states too, not just in Georgia. Okay and i just feel like when you have reform it's supposed to change things from where it was to improve not make worse now there was you were making that analogy michael about kemp and what happened in georgia that's a prime example of he was secretary of state first then after yeah. he after he decided to run for office he became a candidate for the governor of georgia what he done as a Secretary of State guarded him the opportunity to win the governorship over there. We all know it. We all, we all heard it. We all talked about it. Um, those were some things that this were, were, were questionable from the beginning. And here we are at the end. Here we are on the preface of another presidential election and we're talking about the integrity of the vote again. Listen, America, our integrity of the vote is was given to us by the rights of the Constitution. As far as it goes with African-Americans and people of color, we didn't get the right to vote until 1968.
2: 50. I that's mean, yeah, 68. I mean, the law, the Voting Rights Act, the past in 65, but there was still a lack of in southern
0: states up to 58 in 58 and so we had to deal with we had to deal with it until until the civil rights act came out and then that's when the that's when the integrity of the vote continued to change right and so that's where we that's where we are with this we we And 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 folks, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a we're gonna do a show on that eventually. Mm -hmm. But one thing I want to do is as we round the corner here and and we're drawing near to the end of the show, I want to talk about our our friends over at Five Thirty Eight that's given us the numbers for for this week. Okay, May twenty eighth, two thousand and twenty three. And we want to talk about how popular, how unpopular is Joe Biden? And right now, the president is not very popular. His approval rate has increased by plus thirteen points, fifty-eight percent to forty-one percent disapprove of the president as we speak. Also, from our friends over at Five Thirty Eight, we want to talk about do do Americans have a favorability or unfavorability opinion of Donald Trump? And most folks have issues with, with the former president, and the numbers say 53.7%. And this is the numbers as we come to you this week. Um, and this is dated on the, uh, May 26th of 2023, when this was recorded. Uh, also, our last poll from 538 today comes... Uh, about who's ahead in the national polls as we speak. Currently, Donald Trump is ahead in the national polls when it comes to Republicans, okay? Um, Ron DeSantis is way behind, guys. DeSantis is behind, is behind by quite a few points. He's at 20.4%. Also, Haley's behind and and Scott's behind as well. Okay, OK, from my understanding, these are our polling numbers for this past week as we as we close out another month. We have a few days left in the month and we we are closing out this month and the numbers are still where we thought they were going to be as we keep checking in on the numbers at 538 during the course of the week. Uh, Guys, how do you feel? Be brief. We are we're nearing the end of the show. Michael, what's your thoughts on the numbers from five thirty eight this week, sir?
1: I like to know who's being told because like I said, I'm getting the conflicting um reports regarding um Biden's accomplishments and I just want people to remember that he can't do it alone. And I think his numbers approval numbers will increase as time goes on and people will probably see who the real problem of this nation is and keep in mind also know your constitutional rights ladies and gentlemen and what's in the constitution there is the 26th amendment that says the 18 year old right to vote you got some republicans now who decides attacking um the uh, people of color, as we pointed out earlier, they're also attacking millennials because you got the young millennials, the college-age people, 20-something years old, they're tending to vote Democratic because they don't like what the Republicans are doing to their future. Tonight, so you got some Republicans that uh, suggesting at least in their states, raise the minimum voting rate voting age to 25 or 26. What? You cannot override the Constitution that says 18-year-old right to vote. I don't know what these Republicans are thinking of, but again, folks, listen with a third ear, observe with a third eye, and think with a second brain and weigh everything and know who is for the American people, who's for you, and who are the backstabbers? Huh. Is not any wonder how and why? 50 years ago, the legendary music group from Philadelphia, the Old Jays, had a song called Backstabbers. And if you fix the Republican Party today, if I can later on or sometime during the weekend, I'll try to remember to post a link of that song, and you'd be surprised at the words that go about.
0: Thank you, Michael. Hey, folks, if you want to, you can go to 538.com and check out the polling numbers for yourselves. Uh, you can go over to the interactive side of their page on their website and hit see see approval polls. And that'll take you to where all the polls are that we we announce here on the show. Uh, Victor, what's your thoughts as we draw near the end of the show, sir?
2: Okay, first,
0: it's um, something I've been wanting to say, but we got on with other
2: issues. I want to know, what is it that Cam Patson done as the Republican Attorney General, where the Republican Party turns against him to impeach him? And I say that because we see all the stuff that people like George Santos, Nancy Graham, and Donald Trump gets away with, they decide to go after their Attorney General. Who's a Republican? So I want to know what it is that he's done for them to even go after him because everywhere else, Republicans are getting away with bloody murder, including mm-hmm. the former president. So mm-hmm. hopefully the next time we can discuss that a little more. Because I can absolutely. give a quick answer
1: to that if you want.
2: It's, yes, Michael, please do.
1: Because he was not only engaging in identical criminal acts as Trump, and he is a Trump supporter, but he was also engaging in criminal and unethical acts that affected even the people in his township. They may be all registered Republicans, but then if you put, I'm just figuratively speaking, you put your hands on them, now that's a no-no, and it just goes back to what you guys were saying—that Republicans have no problem with if some injustice is done to a Democrat, but if one of their own does something to hurt themselves per se, you're hurting a daughter, you're hurting a girl, um, girlfriend, you're hurting a wife or whatever. You know, when it hits personal, bam—that's when now they're pushing for impeachment. That he has really crossed the line that has affected local, state, and even um, national. And I'll leave it at that.
2: Okay. So, um, yes. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. So, hopefully, we will see some justice, um, you know, as far as dealing with uh, number 45. Also, when mm. we look at DeSantis' rollout for his. Um, announcement to run um, for the president. There was just major glitch on Twitter because he made the an announcement with Elon Musk, and they tried to um, play it off as saying, "Oh, so many people wanted to watch it until we had the glitch." Mm.
1: Um. Mm. Yes.
2: Mm. Yes. Range. Ridiculous. Yes. strange, So also something else we did not touch on is. Justice Clarence Thomas and Harlan Crowe, where, um, um, lack of a better term, um, Clarence Thomas is Harlan Crowe's puppet. Every decision he makes, everything he does, is because he's thinking about being bankrolled by Harlan Crowe to the point of the lavish trips. The house that Clarence Thomas' mother lived in is owned by Harlan Crow, a relative of Clarence Thomas. The whole got a free ride for Harlan Crow for college. So Clarence Thomas needs to be impeached
1: because he is
2: not there for the Constitution. He's there to do the work of Harlan Crow. That's all I have.
0: Thank you, Victor. Hey, folks, this is the Community Call podcast. We are Mike and Victor. We want to thank you for being a part of the show this afternoon. We want to extend our holiday greetings to you on this on this Memorial Day. Uh, Our thoughts and prayers go out to all our service members uh, across the globe doing their duty on this Memorial Day weekend. And we thank them so much for their service. Also, we want to ask you and invite you to come back for another rousing episode of the Community Call podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast applications out there, and you can find the Community Call Podcast. We hope that you had a great time listening to us today, and we'll be back again for another rousing episode of the Community Call Podcast. Are you listening to the same old political talking points? Then check out the community call for a new perspective on politics. Left, right, center. We bring it together with an open and honest political discussion. Thanks for listening to the community call. Be sure to tune in next time for another rousing discussion.